Welcome to BIV Today, the daily business news podcast from Business in Vancouver newspaper and BIV.com. I'm Tyler Orton. We are on hiatus right now, but we'll be returning in mid-August with some brand new interviews. And today, we're going to leave you with some of my favorite recent conversations. Dane Itell of Idol Insights, he breaks down the latest data for Vancouver and offers investment advice for under-the-radar markets in other parts of Canada. Great conversation. Always great to have Dane on the program. Listen in now. And here today to talk to us about the latest real estate data for the month of June, as well as some very interesting potential markets across Canada that investors may want to take a closer look at. It is Dane Idle, founder and lead analyst of Idle Insights. Dane, great to have you back on the show. Tyler, pleasure as always, brother. Okay, so June, maybe June. not a great month for the market, just based on data coming out from the Real Estate Board of Greater Vancouver. Maybe let's start with detached homes. What are sure. you seeing right now with regards to the month of June? You know, June's an interesting time as as we kind of went over May here not too long ago. These are usually your your Christmas season to the real estate market. Right? You see a lot of activity, a lot of sales. Um, not so much as you kind of alluded to here in June. We really only saw 761 detached sales take place in June, which is well off of the uh, zenith of the market when we saw in 2016, when there was 2,200 sales take place. So um, the, the demand's not there. Prices are coming down quite staunchly. And we actually saw a detached market come in at uh, 1510000 Now, kind of beyond that number, why that's interesting, um, it's a second test of the 10-year uptrend here in 2019. So that uptrend was established right after that 08-09 recession. We've tested that mark multiple times over the years. Each time the market propelled itself higher, saying that we're not willing to break this 10-year uptrend. But where it's at today, or as of June, 1510000 is right on that 10-year uptrend. I do anticipate a bit of a bump here over the uh, the remaining portion of the year. Probably, oh, really? over, yeah, just over the next quarter or two, um, and, and not a not a reversal of a market. But we're actually seeing a little bit more of a realization come to this seller side of the market, where where they're actually achieving sales based on listing their property maybe aggressively, but that's aggressive based on historical current market analysis, which is offered by a lot of realtors. Clients of ours, we trended out. And so we're actually seeing a little bit of a shift to the market mentality that, yeah, you do have to get ahead of this market. So we might see an actual, uh, a little bit of a lift, maybe some more sales with properly priced listings coming on the market over the next quarter or so. So a bump in sales, but you say that maybe sellers will be a little bit more aggressive. Does that mean you'll see more of a come down with regards to prices? You know, on an average sale basis, not so much, especially for the detached market. That's the interesting thing. You'll see properties, you know, that were on the market here for 60 days, it's really difficult for them to to receive a bid, which which we assume would be an offer coming to play, simply because they're, they're lagging the market. So when they listed, they were probably 30 to 60 days behind the true trends of the market. And buyers are really kind of biding their time. Now, however, because we're down roughly 17% from the peak of the market, we're kind of mitigating a lot of the stress test effects. And we see a pool of buyers that really have um, a want to move up in the market. You know, maybe there's an extra child or, or school catchments, many reasons why they want to make a switch into a detached property. And they weren't able to originally because of that full 20% decrease to their mortgage qualifications. 
over the last year or so that they've saved, they've scrimped, and now they can actually see their way into a detached property. Now, um, it, 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 it's not as low as prices will eventually be as we go forward. But for those that have that need, there is an opportunity now to kind of start to enter into that market. And why prices will kind of say maybe around the 500 or 1,510,000 and above, but still below the downtrend line that's established, creating more of a divergent trend um, that we believe will likely pay a play out in first quarter of 2020, simply just because achievable prices will be met rather than putting a property on the market where the buyers th- simply have no opportunity to purchase just because of the stress test. One of the reveals that I think got a lot of headlines was the fact that if you look across all property types, then we actually see kind of the threshold fall below $1 million for average sale price. And this is across all property types there. Does that represent any sort of psychological barrier for the market? Or does it just not matter that much since these are across all property types, not just maybe detached or condo, etc? You know, I mean, it is a psychological value, um, just because it's put out there, right? Um, We see intrinsic psychological values more on a on a detailed basis. And that's how we kind of see middle thresholds throughout the various markets rather than just, um, you know, the aggregate market breaking below 1 million. That would have probably held as an old indicator because I tell insights is is prevalent in the market. We're kind of alerting people a lot sooner. Um, Basically, you know, when we first met with you uh, over a year ago, we, the prices have come down 320,000. So had you waited for this indicator, you're, you're well behind the mark. Okay. So we started off with detached homes. What's going on with regards to the condo market? You alluded to, you maybe some people uh, are in different family situations, for example, right. looking to move out of the condo market. But tell us what's going on here based on what you have. The condo market's still, um, still trickling lower, let's say, would be probably a kind word. As we sit right now, we're over $100,000 off the top. We, you know, The top of the market was $750,000. Currently, the market in June was $643,000. Where we think this market stops is still all the way down at five twenty-five. So we still have a significant uh, down mark to go in, in the condo market. Simply, we, we have a ton more of inventory that will be introduced to this market in the upcoming years, right? So as we sit right now, there was 5,900 listed properties in the condo market across Greater Vancouver with only 946 sales. Okay. So that inventory is continually building. And as you see properties, uh, pre-sale properties come to completion, you'll see an, an extra plethora of inventory come onto the market there. Uh, in, in addition to what hasn't been sold in pre-sale markets, you'll, you'll probably see a lot of investors uh, actually walk away from their purchase, leave their deposit behind, and those properties will be reintroduced to the market as well. You anticipate a bit of bump in sales for detached homes. Where do you think maybe the remainder of the year goes for condos? The condo market, it's, it's right around its middle threshold. Um, I... However, now we kind of alluded to the 10-year uptrend and how the detached market is closer to the bottom of of this uh, strong uptrend. The condo market, because it exploded so fast and its normal growth cycle uh, isn't as uh, aggressive as what the uh, growth cycle that we have experienced, it's actually still entering into back into that 10-year uptrend. So it, it took off quite hard, quite fast, and we are seeing a retraction in the market, as we said, over $100,000 off. I don't see it doing anything detrimental here over the next six months or so before the remaining portion of the year. However, leading into late 2020, when you do see more of these completions come on, you'll see a sharp move down in prices. Um, you can achieve a bid and, and where the condo market and the detached market vary, vary quite drastically is the uniqueness of a property. 
Um, a detached property has a variety of reasons why you might, you know, it's a corner lot, this and that. So four bedrooms, five bedrooms, backyards, there's a, there's a lot of differentiating features with the condo. Um, it's really view and exposure after that it's kind of square footage and there's a lot of similar type properties. So you, you, you will continue to see a tough time selling the condo market, um, as opposed to a similar type in the detached. It's, it's a, it's a more competitive environment and that will continue to play out. So you really do have to be very, very sharp, um, with which realtor you choose in this condo market. And, and just kind of a little quick note on that realtors right now, they're trying to stay busy, right? So it, it is a time to really make sure that you're a priority if you're working with an independent realtor. Okay. So obviously maybe for this market, it's, we, we've seen better days at this point, right. but uh, <laughs> especially if you're a seller, but uh, let's say you are an investor and you're looking at what's going on in the rest of Canada. Let's start with the jurisdiction like Fort McMurray. You look, you had the wildfires, you had the oil shock. It's a very jurisdiction, different jurisdiction than it was, you know, just a few short right. years ago. What's going on with the Fort Mac uh, sort of uh, real estate market now? Fort McMurray is interesting. It's an opportunity we're seeing. Um, basically, we, we were on your show in January and we, and we kind of alluded to uh, Fort McMurray being an opportunity. The, the months that have kind of played out confirm what we were thinking. We've tested the 2005 prices right around that 330 threshold or 340 threshold, sorry. We've bottomed, right? So that market technically cannot go any lower. It's had oil patch dry up, government change twice, um, and, and the forest fires, like you said. So there was really no more bad news that could happen to Fort Mac. Everything that had happened occurred. So it was kind of Murphy's Law, whatever can will happen, and that's transpired. Now we're actually seeing a reversal of fortune. So we're starting to see the sales tick up and the inventory come off. That leads to you to the next factor of prices starting to increase. So no longer are we at the 340, we're back up closer to the 350 price point. Eventually we will go back up to that 500,000. So strictly for a dollar for dollar basis over the next year or two, I would be investing in Fort McMurray rather than looking for a detached or a condo property here in Greater Vancouver. Long-term, of course, Greater Vancouver would probably do better um, simply because prices are at a different scale. But, you know, if somebody wants to build up equity, maybe for Absolutely. a first-time home purchase, you know, this might not be a bad idea. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, the investment mentality, that's that's where we're driven. And th- we would be looking at Fort Mac um, as a, as a very serious opportunity. Now we haven't fully broken the downtrends. Um, and, and of course we didn't in January at that point in time either, but however, the other analytics that we do, um, for each individual region alluded that prices will start to increase. Now we're seeing a definite stabilization. And as soon as we see this market break out of the downtrend, we will more than likely see a fairly significant reaction and, and prices will shoot up rather quickly and then stay somewhat uh, dormant and, and, and kind of go back up to where they previously were at, which was 660000 when the market peaked um, in May of 2012. But your recommendation uh, is maybe don't wait too long if you're an investor looking at Fort Mac. Absolutely. Uh, I mean... Yes, you can invest next year and, and you will still do well. Um, however, you know, the inventory, your, your competition level will actually start to pick up, right? That's that's one of the niceties that we alert clients to is that we can purchase when there's a lot of inventory, less competition. As the rest of the analytics companies, the rest of the economists, the rest of some major media 
gets wind that, hey, real estate prices aren't any lower. Actually, they increased 100,000. Now's the time to invest. We say, hey, we're at the bottom. We don't have to wait for the full 100,000 increase to say that this place is investable. Why don't we put that in our pocket as equity? So one that might seem even less obvious uh, than, say, Fort McMurray, but tell us maybe what's going on with Halifax and why people might just want to take a closer look there. Halifax is interesting. Um, Again, in the January show, we said that there was a divergent trend that was playing out in Halifax. Now, with a divergent trend, you have a clear and obvious winner. That's something that we believe will be coming up here in first quarter of 2020 for the detached market. So kind of just to show an example of what we mean by that, the prices in January were 303000 And that meant that we had lower highs, but higher lows, meeting right in the middle point. In March, the market shot up $38,000. So over 10% of the market value in one month was achieved. Um, and so early investors are investors that uh, took advice saw a nice return. Now we're in the mode of establishing a new growth cycle. So it retracted down to 316 last month in June or May, sorry, was 327,000. So we're, we're actually seeing an uptrend um, establishing itself and that will continue to play out for, for the years to come. Um, Halifax has some fundamental reasons, of course, why. Uh, we see a government that maybe is a little bit more leaning towards offering some fisheries um, help. So Halifax is doing well that way. In addition, there's some good, very good schools out in the East Coast and prices are affordable. So after you graduate, you can get a job and, and really move into the real estate market as opposed to here. You, you graduate and you're in debt and you get in further debt and paying your rent and, you know, living the Vancouver lifestyle. So Halifax is a place that you can go and stay and, and now... I mean, investors are looking for green pastures. Greater Vancouver isn't one. Toronto, we still believe, will be falling off here over the next quarter at the most. Um, we're, we're surprised it didn't do it already here in June. And um, yeah, Halifax and Fort McMurray would be places that are, are definitely greener pastures. Well, excellent. Dane, as always, pleasure having you on the show. No problem, Tyler. And we'll look forward to the next time. <laughs>